Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day -day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm the host of this podcast, and I'm very excited that we are going to talk about a very important subject. And I'm sure that you're a little bit intrigued by today's podcast title, The Biggest Mistake You Make. I wanted to capture your attention because it's something that is really, really important to talk about. And working with my one-to-one -one clients, I am seeing them make the mistake all the time. So today we're going to talk about the biggest mistake you make when it comes to peak performance and stress management. But before we are jumping into today's podcast episode, I would love to just remind you that if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you would do me a huge favor if you would head over to iTunes and leave me a five-star rating and a review. I have a lot of podcast listeners at this point and it's really exciting to see the numbers grow and it's really exciting to see that I'm reaching more and more people with this really important topic and I want to help more people. I want to really dive into all these different areas of our lives because I am absolutely convinced that it is so important to talk about how we as high achievers can keep that status. So if you have been listening to this podcast and you like the podcast, I would really appreciate it if you would head over to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. And I would also really appreciate it if you would share this podcast with other people, with people that are in the same boat as we all are, with people that you know are high achievers and should listen to this content in order to prevent burnout and exhaustion and overwhelm. So thank you already for that. I really appreciate you and it really means a lot to me because I want to make sure to reach as many people as possible with this absolutely important topic. So let's jump into today's podcast topic, the biggest mistake you make. So something that I am always seeing my clients do wrong and all of my clients I have to mention here are extremely amazing people. They are all very accomplished people. They are all very successful people that are usually in high executive positions in tech companies and consulting companies, in VC companies, startups, mid-sized tech companies, all different kinds of really amazing companies. But there's one mistake they all make and it's, it's really shocking. And at the same time, it's something very simple. The biggest mistake they make and here it comes, is that they are not taking time for themselves anymore. Let's talk about this and let's think about this for a second. They are not taking time for themselves. And I'm going to give you, of course, a couple of examples and insights on that as well. But think about that for yourself right now. Are you taking any time for yourself during the day to recharge and to relax and to disconnect from all of the work that you have on your desk? Maybe, maybe not. But this is really by far the biggest mistake I see people 
I see people make. Because when we are not recharging, then we are starting to get burnt out and we are starting to feel overwhelmed and unfocused and we are not as productive anymore as we would like to be. So I'm going to give you an example with one of my clients that I've been recently working with. And this is not, this is not a single case example. This is literally a conversation that I have with each and every single of my clients. I always ask them, what did you do for yourself today? And they always have to think about this question for a little bit. And then they tell me something, you know, silly, like I went to the grocery store, I picked up my kid, um, I played with my kid for 15 minutes or 30 minutes before I had to bring them to bed. But those things don't really count. And oftentimes they don't even do that. Maybe they don't even have children yet. And what is really important for you to understand is that you need to recharge. You're recharging your computer, you're charging your phone, you're charging all these different devices that you're using on a day-to-day -day basis, but we have not learned how to recharge ourselves. And that is so crucial when we want to be high achievers, when we want to be productive and focused. So today I want to talk with you about why we are making this mistake and how we can move away from making this mistake all the time. Because at the end of the day, you know, there are so many studies and so much and so much research about how beneficial it is to take regular breaks. In fact, and I'm sure I have actually mentioned this study to you before, the most, the 10% most productive employees take on average 17 minutes break after working for 52 minutes. So every time they have worked for 52 minutes, they're taking a 17 minute break to recharge and to disconnect. That is really powerful, right? Because if you think about it, they are spending 30% of their day in breaks, 30%, but they are the 10% most productive employees. And they have learned that when they're actually recharging and disconnecting from the task at hand, they are more productive afterwards. And this is something that we have not learned. Let's be honest. We have learned to be focused. We have learned to work really, really hard. And we have learned to be very disciplined. So even if there's more work and more work, we have learned to just kind of stick through it and work. But we have not learned how important it is to take breaks and to do things for ourselves every day. So I was already saying that I wanted to share with you an example and I haven't done that yet, but let's get into the example. So I have a new client and she's a director at a mid-sized tech company in Silicon Valley. And I asked her the same question. What do you do or what did you do today to recharge? See, she thought about it, didn't really have an answer doesn't really do anything for herself throughout the day. Not good. Then I also asked her, did you move today? Did you do anything to move your body, to get up from your desk, to get some fresh air, to go outside? And the answer was also no. She only lives one mile away from work. One mile. That's not very far. That's 1.6 kilometers for those of you that are in the other metric system. And that's not very far. But what she does, because she has a little toddler of 15 months, is that she is getting ready in the morning, she's going to work at 8 o'clock, she's driving to work, so she's getting out of the house, 
She sits in her car. She drives to work. She's at work all day. She's a director, so she's obviously extremely busy. She has a lot of meetings. She has a lot of responsibilities. There, she has a lot of projects and things to take care of. And then when she finishes at five o'clock, she said that she's literally finishing at 5.10 in order to be at home at 5.15 to, to get her baby from the nanny. And then she's playing with her kid. He goes to bed. And then afterwards, she's opening her laptop again and she continues to work. And that's her week. That's pretty crazy, right? Think about it yourself. Are you moving every day? Are you taking breaks every day? Are you taking regular breaks? Are you really recharging during your breaks? Or are you taking a break but you still have your phone in your hand and you're checking your notifications, you're checking private matters, right? We always have messages from our loved ones, from our friends, from our family members. Are you really disconnecting or are you just saying you are on a break? But when you're honest with yourself, you're not really. Okay. That's totally okay. It's okay. So today we're going to do a status quo. We're going to check in and I'm checking in with you to see what are you doing for yourself on a daily basis? And second of all, how often do you move during the day? And you know, this is something that I had to learn the very, very hard way as well, because we are all people that are probably at a desk <laughs> most of the time during the day and we are not really getting up to move our bodies. Something that is extremely unhealthy. Even if you have a standing desk, no matter if you're sitting or standing, standing is obviously better, but if you're standing and you're not moving, that is still not good. That's still no movement for your body. It's still being stagnant in one and the same kind of position. And I don't know if you knew that. Um, some of you that are following me on Instagram, they might have read that story before and heard about this story, but I've had really bad back pain over the last five months, really bad. And I've always been an extremely healthy and active person. So let me talk a little bit about this. I did a gym instructor certification in 2012. And when I did that gym instructor certification, I really started to get into lifting weights. I lifted weights five to six times during the week. I really loved it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was really interesting and fascinating to see my body change. And it felt really good after a long day at work, right? I always worked out at the end of the day and that, it was, and that was great. And then I started to move to the US and then I also started to commute to Lake Tahoe on a regular basis. And I just didn't have enough time for myself anymore. I felt like there were too many things on my calendar, there was too much to do, and I needed to get some, I needed to make some time somewhere, right? So what did I do? I started to cut my gym sessions. The gym sessions that I loved so much and that helped me feel recharged so, so much, I skipped them. Because the very first thing that we do when we're starting to get too busy is that we cut our own time, which is the biggest mistake that we can do. This is the biggest mistake. Like I, I'm talking about a few big mistakes today, but really the biggest mistake is that we are stopping to take care of ourselves because we think we don't have time for it. 
And so I stopped working out, as I mentioned. And, you know, I, I live in Lake Tahoe, obviously. It's a very active, outdoorsy place. So I still did a little bit. I didn't fully, completely disconnect from my physical health because I always knew it was important. I also got a lot into yoga. And so I did a lot of yoga courses during the weekend, which was great. But, you know, at the end of the day, I still sat probably 50 hours per week on my desk. And I sat around 10 hours per week in my car as well to do the commute. That's a lot of time sitting. And so I started to feel tight, you know, around my hips, my back. I started to have some issues, but it's just kind of aggravated and aggravated. It's very similar actually to burnout because this is something that is happening over a long period of time. It's not something that happens in a week or two. It happens over two years or three years or four years or five years. If you're feeling great today, then stay that way. Keep it that way. Don't stop to take care of yourself. This is really, really important. And you might think right now, for those of you that are taking care of themselves at the moment, that this is not a really relevant episode for you. But it really is. Because we always think that we are fine, but when we are not creating awareness around these things, we can really quickly drop those things when we are starting to get busy and we find ourselves back in having a burnout or having any other physical issues. So back pain, <laughs> I was talking about that story. But what basically happened was that I, you know, like I mentioned, I aggravated my lower back more and more. I had more and more pain. I felt uncomfortable. On my 30th birthday, was it my 30th? I think it was my 32nd birthday. I woke up in the morning and I couldn't move. My back was so tight and so you know, stiff that I couldn't move and it was terrible. And I was like, oh my God, I'm only 32 years old. I've been always a really active and healthy person. And here I am, I have to roll over in my bed and like be like an old hunched over woman getting out of my bed because I can't move. This is really scary and it's real. Like we are all, I'm sure if you're thinking about it, no matter if it is back pain or any other issue that you might be experiencing physically, this is something real. And if we are not listening to our signals of our body, and if we are not paying attention to the symptoms, it will just get worse. So it got worse for me. I literally had to go through this, this period even more so. My back got better after this, of course. I worked out. I had always these bursts of I'm working out, I'm active and healthy. And then things started to get too busy. And then I just dropped my own workout time again. I couldn't really find a regular gym or workout routine anymore. I was just finishing my corporate job and starting my own business. A very busy and stressful endeavor. And I just told myself, I don't have time to work out right now. I just don't have time. And so towards summer last year, so summer 2019, I started to be really bad again. I had so much back pain and I couldn't really move. I was really uncomfortable. I was traveling a lot as well, sitting on airplanes with back pain, worst thing ever. And so I was starting to see therapists, a massage therapist, physical therapists. I even went to see a doctor, a sports doctor to check out my back and to do x-rays. I spent a lot of money <laughs> as well because I was really buried and I told myself I'm only 33 years old and I'm experiencing already all of these different signs and it sucks. So 
finally, sh long story short, kind of just about to finish that story, because I'm sure that you are very curious to hear about um, how I figured it out, was that I went to a physical therapist and she realized that my back pain was just a symptom of something else that was going on in my body. It was actually my psoas muscle, which is a deep rooted core muscle that lies behind your core is attached to your spine but also goes over your hip and attaches basically your core to your thigh to your quadriceps and that's super nerdy but i really think it's very interesting these kind of things but why did that muscle get so tight because i was sitting all the time and i was not moving enough so as soon as she released that muscle i was fine after five months of back pain feeling extremely uncomfortable, not being able to sleep at night because of the pain, taking painkillers, seeing different doctors, seeing different massage therapists. Nobody knew what was going on with me. She released my psoas and I was fine. The next day, no more back pain. And it's been great ever since. And I've been going to her on a regular basis every two weeks. And I asked her, and I'm still working on it, right? Like, it's not like I'm healed. Like, my psoas muscle is still, still extremely tight because I'm sitting still a lot during the day. And, you know, she, we are talking a lot and she's really amazing. And I asked her, you know, like, she, she tells me sometimes, oh, you're doing, you're really um, tight here and it's pretty impressive how tight you are. And I said to her, what do you think was the biggest mistake I made? And she says to me, you stopped working out. That was the biggest mistake. You stopped taking time for yourself. You stopped moving your body and you were sitting all day and you made your psoas muscle so tight that it started to aggravate your, your back because everything is connected. Everything in our body is connected. Everything that happens to us, there's all these different connections, which I also find really fascinating. But what I want to tell you with this story is that I had to learn it the hard way as well. I made that mistake. And as you know, when you're listening to my podcast on a regular basis, is that really my mission is to help people be preventive. My mission is to help high achievers stay high achievers. I want to help people understand that they don't have to get to these points. They don't have to start having experiencing physical or mental issues because we can really prevent it, but nobody talks about it and nobody teaches and educates us. And this is my mission. I want to help all of the high achievers in the world that are working for the best and brightest companies or for themselves, that they can always be that way. They don't have to go down the, the negative spiral of stress in order to learn it the hard way or maybe they never learn it right so the biggest mistake you make i'm sure or the biggest mistake i made or the biggest mistake my clients make is they are not taking enough time for themselves they're not doing enough to move their bodies during the day they're not even taking fresh air during the day again my client that i just told you about I asked her, how often during the day are you getting outside? Just for a walk, even just five minutes to get some natural sunlight because you are exposed to like just artificial light all day and get some fresh air. The answer is usually not at all. 
And that's so sad. She lives in California as well. So, <laughs> you know, the weather is pretty nice. And no matter if you live in California or in Dublin or in New York or in Germany, it doesn't matter if the weather is nice or not. Today, I can tell you with a big smile on my face and with a lot of pride that over the last 10 days, now that I'm finally back, now that I finally don't have any back issues and back pain anymore, and I can finally move again without you know, feeling the, the effects of it afterwards because I don't know what's going on with my body, I have been starting to be back in a regular workout routine. And, you know, if you're listening to this right now and you don't feel like you really like to work out, you don't like to go to the gym, you don't like to run, maybe you don't like to bike, that's all fine. I'm, you know, th those are things that, that you need to decide need to decide for yourself and you need to really ask yourself what do you like to do to move your body and that could be anything it could be just walking outside that should be the least thing that you do but it could be also yoga it could be dancing it could be maybe climbing or swimming or surfing or whatever it is that that you like to do do that that that's that's all i need to say to that it is all about just moving your body and doing something different. And you know what the, the beauty of this is as well? Is that usually when we are working out, we are not connected to our phones. It, in the best case scenario, right? If you're going to gyms and you see people on treadmills or on like steppers or things like that, they sometimes have their phone in front of them watching a TV series. I'm not a huge fan of this because I believe that you should be really disconnecting fully, but you know, better that than not at all. And so I've been working out over the last 10 days. Every day I am forcing myself to get out there. Every day I'm forcing, I've been forcing myself to go for a 30 minute run. I am the slowest runner in the planet. <laughs> I, um, I'm doing 12 minutes a mile, which is really, really slow. Um, so it takes me around 35 minutes to run five kilometers or three and a half miles, but I'm doing it. It's raining outside. It's snowing outside. We have a lot of ice in Tahoe at the moment on the ground. I'm still doing it. There are no more excuses for me to tell myself I can't do this because, right? Because there's always reasons that we can find to not take care of ourselves and do something. And you know what? My energy levels and my productivity over the last week has been absolutely incredible. I am blown out of the window myself because I haven't worked out that way in a really really long time so and you know what before I worked out I wasn't that connected and aware of myself so now here we go you know a few years later being a peak performance coach and stress management trainer and having created a lot more awareness around my own health I can feel the difference it is so amazing and I feel so great and I am so much more productive. I feel so much more clear in my brain about all of the things that need to get done. And I'm so productive. I'm getting all of the things done at the moment that I'm setting out to do. And you know what? Sometimes it's so hard to force myself to go outside, especially when I've been sitting all day. I'm feeling super sluggish and... The, the last thing that I want to do is to move my body. So yes, I always have to kind of get out there and just do it for the first five or 10 minutes. But then once I'm outside, it's the best feeling in the world. And then of course, when I'm coming back home and I've accomplished my goal for the day, I feel so much better. 
And I really, really want to encourage you today to do that as well. Whatever it is, and we've talked about this a couple of times before, no matter if it is a morning routine um, where you know you disconnect from your phone, your journaling, or you're just taking a little bit of time for yourself, no matter if it is you're going to the gym or you're going outside to take some fresh air, please, please start integrating some of these things into your day-to-day life you will feel so much better and you know especially when you feel like you're hitting a wall and you're not very productive anymore then that is the time where you should just shut your laptop and you should go outside just go for a 10 minute walk around the block around your office building and just get a little bit of space that is really the best thing that you can do for yourself in order to feel better and in order to be more productive and remain the high achiever that you are and i know that you are that and i know that you want to remain a high achiever you don't want to suffer from burnout and be out of work for a year and have a complete life crisis just prevent it and just be good with yourself and you know we are used to taking care of a lot of other people right we are always coming last we are our own last priority which is a shame so you know you could even set up some time on your schedule and block times for yourself but i also want you to find flexibility with that because You know, in our today's world, there's just a lot of things going on. But if you have, for example, scheduled time for yourself at 10 o'clock in the morning for a 15 minute walk and it doesn't happen, it doesn't mean that the day is over. You can still go outside at five o'clock in the evening as well. Remember that. I see that all the time with my clients. They tell me, oh, I wanted to get up at I wanted to get up at 5.30 in order to do some yoga for myself for 15 minutes before my child is waking up. But this morning I didn't wake up early enough. My child had trouble sleeping during the night. And so I just didn't do it for myself today. And I'm like, why didn't you do it during your lunch break or in the evening after you brought your child to bed? They, they're not thinking that far and that's okay that's why I'm here and that's why I'm here to remind you of all of these different important things and I really promise you that if you are starting to integrate small breaks into your day-to-day in order to remain productive and focused you will feel incredible I really promise you that it will be really hard at the beginning because it is a new habit and old habits are really hard to break and i think there's a saying that goes like old habits die hard right um and that's really that's really true right like even though i i'm feeling already now the positive effects of it i'm still like mentally push myself to get out there every day because yes i am sometimes really tired and i have a lot of things on my plate and i could just work 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 non-stop but I know that I will feel so much better and that one hour or even just 30 minutes or even just 15 minutes that I invest in myself will come back to me three times or four times more powerful in the future when I feel more productive and clear in my mind what needs to get done next. So yeah, so I hope that was a really eye-opening episode for you. And if you need a little bit of inspiration, why don't you head over to my Instagram account at Blue Mountain Mindfulness, where I always post a couple of Insta stories every day 
about being outside. I have a calm moment of the day. In order to help you relax a little bit, I show you a little bit of my beautiful hometown here in Lake Tahoe. And I hope to motivate you a little bit to get outside on a regular basis and to share with you, of course, my daily struggles and challenges that I have as an aspiring entrepreneur and business owner. And um, yeah, I hope that this is helpful. A lot of people give me feedback that, you know, they're feeling inspired and they're getting out there because of that. So if you need some inspiration, make sure that you follow me on my Instagram account. I'm also always posting every podcast episode there as well. And if you have any questions or any comments, I would really love to hear from you. It's a pleasure to interact with you. As you know, it's it's kind of weird to sit in the cam in front of the camera here at home and not know really who I'm talking to. So hearing from you is always a huge pleasure because then I know that um it's it's reaching someone and it's helpful and it's it's making an impact. So thank you so much for watching today's podcast episode or thank you so much for listening to the to, or let me do this again. So thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I am so grateful that you are here. I'm so grateful that you know that you need to take your life into your own hands in order to be as productive and successful as you are and to stay that way. So thank you so much for today. I am hearing you again next week at the same time and the same place i have a really really cool podcast guest next week and i'm super excited to share that one with you so talk to you soon good luck this week think of me a little bit every day when you are taking a break and if you have any questions feel free to reach out with gratitude julia if you enjoyed this episode i would be extremely happy and grateful if you could leave me a comment and a five star rating if you know someone who would benefit from the information I talked about today, please feel free to share it with them, no matter if it is your friends, your colleagues and or your family members. You will always find all links and a summary of the podcast in the show notes. It would be great if we could connect on Instagram or via email. You can find all details of how to find me in the show notes as well. In that way, you can also send me any questions that you might have. And as I mentioned, I also have a wonderful YouTube channel now where you can post comments and questions. So please reach out. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for your trust. With gratitude, Julia.